0: The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Go! I participating in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.
1: Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin.
0: Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking.
1: Ray! Do the Hammerlock. I do the Hammerlock.
2: Ray! Do the Hammerlock in Turkey dance. I do the Hammerlock. I right, the Ladies and gents, Everybody. here we are again another episode of wrestling out with Chris Things. I am Chris Things, Brian, your host this week and every week, and you've tuned in for a good one. Yes, this is our, uh, our very special edition of the show, the uh, the special sometimes food that is the Wrestling Art Curator Edition. Yeah, the, the one where I turn the... Uh, Spotlight around, and I focus on a, a talented wrestling artist. We talk all about their practice and this week I'm, I'm quite excited because uh, I have a IQ Wrestler on the show uh, to talk about their uh, practice and the, the cool thing here is we're, we're slightly moving over uh, away from the visual art niche of, uh, of wrestling art into video art for this week. Uh I'm I'm quite excited uh, about that. A little bit of a change of pace for you. Um and uh I am honestly just excited to nerd out about um IQ Wrestlers incredible um wrestling uh highlight videos, uh just just some amazing stuff. But uh let's let's get over to that in a in a moment. Um uh, in the, the meantime, um, i my little little Chris things monologue that I have here to, to start with, uh, we've we've continued to to kick on with our um, our road to the the new way of the blade uh, that uh, that being there the AEW edition um, that they're the doing with a great uh, team at. Um, Hybrid shoot, uh, and uh, another another little highlight they've dropped from the last book that being uh, a tremendous uh, Mexican wrestling apuesta's uh, bloodbath uh, between uh, El Dandy and Pirata Morgan. Yes, uh, a wrestling pirate, I would I would say possibly the greatest wrestling pirate. I don't know, I guess I guess this be up between him and uh and and PCO there. Uh I don't know, I'll have to have a bit of a ponder about that one. Uh and uh who are you to doubt? Al Dandy. Yes, yes. Uh, amazing match from the late eighties. Uh if you have not seen this, this was one that I got onto from um uh, Death Valley Driver days, uh back uh, when um had their their 80s watch along project and oh my gosh, just a absolutely tremendous match. Uh just gritty and gross and disgusting in all of the best ways. Uh my oh my there's not too much I can say about that one, but just watch it. It's a it's a bloody great match. Uh Pirata Morgan versus El Dandy. And uh you know, hopefully Dick you can you can understand at the very least the illustration a little bit more. So, I've had that uh the other thing I think I mentioned in the past uh was uh chopping away at the uh the old portfolio that I've been doing um so that uh has, has been a bit of an ongoing project a little bit of a difficult one at times, as I mentioned before it can be a little bit tricky sometimes to turn that uh, magnifying glass on onto yourself and your work and to take a little look back and, and try to put into words you know what uh what it is you do good <laughs> and why your <laughs> shit is valuable i guess um yeah it was it was a bit of a, a tricky one but i uh, i i'm happy to let you know that i finally got it done yes this uh last week i finally finished the update of the old portfolio uh, i i had a, a special someone that i was basically doing it to want to send it off to them and um man it uh <laughs> yeah, I hate to have to be a little bit cryptic, um but you know, we'll see. Is is a chance, you know, you send these things off, you never even hear back. Uh so I don't know. We'll uh we'll see what happens there, but I'll I'll tell you what, it was one of the most nerve wracking moments of my life, the, the moment of when I finally got that portfolio to where I was, was kind of, you know, happy with it. And, you know, I'd, I'd spent way too long already sort of like nipping and tucking and uh, maybe move this over here. Maybe move that over there. Maybe change this workout for this one. You know, all that kind of stuff. And um, you can drive yourself insane with that shit. I have, I have found so at a certain point you just have to be like, it's it's done it's you know it is what it is um in the end I, i'm quite proud of it i think um but yeah it, it was bloody terrifying uh just hovering my finger over sending that email sending that portfolio off mm. yeah so i don't know now i'm a little little bit like i don't know Bit of two minds of uh, You know so many things Where you like could have would have should have Kind of bullshit but At the end of the day you have to just be like You know there's a point you get to Where it's just done And now we move on to the next project um, And I've got some, some Exciting stuff coming up In the near future Some uh, some very uh, Cool commission work That I'm, I'm real stoked to be uh, Working on um and yeah, so let's let's just keep on keeping on with the Chris Things art. Um I'll yeah, I'll have some, some exciting stuff for, for y'all in the, the near future. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. But um yeah, I think we, we just need to keep on moving ahead. Keep on grinding, keep on uh getting work done and, and most importantly, keep on making things. You know, I think um, as creatives, sometimes we can get so in our head about leveraging this and posting that and all this stuff that sometimes you can even get a bit of a, way, a bit away from. At the end of the day, the creating is the important part, the making things. Uh, so you know, if ever we we get to a stage where you're a bit too in your head just just bloody make something draw something create some art you know i'm i'm at a stage now where i'm like i've sort of set a bit of a task myself i um uh, i'm i'm starting a, a thing where i think I'm going to hold myself to this we create every day every day i'm going to make something you know be that little or big but every day as this is this is life, this art stuff is my life, and I get my most joy from the creating part, I think, yeah, yeah, I think so, so, I don't know if that's as a little inspiration for you' all out there. I know it can be hard, life is busy, you've got so much shit on, but uh, at the end of the day i I think if you're like me the the joy comes in the making, so let's make. All right, that is the end of my ranting. Uh, Chris things moment of zen. Uh, I'd like to thank thank y'all for for sticking through that. But now I'm um, I'm beyond tickled to uh, to throw over to a, a really really fun chat uh, with. uh uh, the great iq wrestler let's throw over to uh to, to chris an iq wrestler in the studio over to you guys Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I am very excited today for our uh, latest episode of the Wrestling Art Curator Series, and today we're doing something a little bit different. We're we're branching away from strictly the the visual wrestling art into the world of video, Um, and I am very excited to to have uh, someone on the line who is just an amazingly talented uh, wrestling video highlight artist uh someone who for me uh their work captures the the true like a true mark of of authenticity and and just a total loving nostalgia uh for their subject matter uh but uh without waffling on too much longer welcome to the show iq wrestler
3: it's an absolute pleasure.
2: Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. I'm stoked to have you on. I'm uh, as as a bit of a, a wrestling nerd. I uh, I just can't wait to to chin wag your ear off.
3: We're gonna get into it.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, before getting into to anything else, I'll, I'll make sure to direct everyone uh, to IQ Wrestler on Twitter, to IQ Wrestler on uh, YouTube. Uh, some some fabulous stuff. But um, I'll just start it off. Like, how did you uh, start on this this video highlight stuff? Like, what did this journey look like? Mm.
3: Well, it was probably, oh, about ten years ago, and uh, I was big in the MMA fandom at the time, and uh, I remembered the old wrestling music videos,
1: mm-hmm.
3: like because it was pretty big in like the early two thousands, but it sort of died out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like around two thousand six, seven. That had sort of died down, so i want. i remember that, and I started doing that for m m a so my first videos were like u f c highlights and shit like that, and um, it did really well, like people liked it, but then I ran into uh the mighty Zufa
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and um. They didn't like it so much, and they started, you know, taking down my videos as soon as I put them up, pretty much. So lame. I was like, well, people like this, and I got the idea from the old wrestling highlights anyway. So I'll just do wrestling videos. So that's when I started to, you know, I swapped over from MMA to wrestling, and that's the way it's been ever since, really. It's uh it's it's amazing stuff.
2: I you mean I can can definitely see that uh growth from the, the MMA side of things. Um you know I've got a, a fair bit of nostalgic love for like uh, pride fighting championships back in the yeah. day. Um and
1: yeah, big time.
2: yeah, I I know you uh I totally dig that stuff too. Um I mean one of the things that originally so got me on to you is um aside from your amazing video stuff is you're being just such a, a bastion of enokiism
1: yeah. <laughs> you
2: know I just is this nothing that drives me more crazy than this bullshit of like the the dark days of uh, of New Japan and you know this this crap about uh, Tanahashi and Okada lifting us that way. I far prefer those early two thousands days of Kazunari Murakami and Kensuke and Shibata like. Oh my god!
3: It's it's uh, what's the? Word? It's such a bogus, like revisionist history, right? Mm. Like people are like, oh, I know he almost killed New Japan. It's like, well, he didn't. He didn't almost kill New Japan. What he did, he followed a cultural trend, right? Like MMA was booming. And wrestling was dwindling. That's the way it was in Japan. So he adapted that, which is what he wanted to do all along, really. Like from the days he he himself crowned, you know, he was a martial arts champion. You know what I mean? In yeah. pro wrestling.
2: That's like what his legacy was built off of.
3: Yeah, yeah. He did work MMA, basically. Like as early as the 70s. and. The cultural trend shifted, and then business went down again for New Japan. And that's when people are like, well, he almost killed the company. It's like he didn't get a chance to right the ship. You know what I mean? Hmm. If you think Inoki was so dumb that he would uh, sink his own company by continuing to do something that wasn't working, you're, I don't want to say you're dumb, but you're a bit blinded, you know what I mean? Anoki, yeah. he, he didn't get a chance to, and they were, they were slowly shifting away from, like, their work shoot thing when he got kicked out of the company. So it's like, it drives me crazy.
2: Oh, me too. I mean, it uh, it totally discounts as well, like, the, the crazy levels of success that they had on some of those early 2000 exactly. shows as well. Like, exactly. you look at some of those Tokyo Dome shows, and, and they're doing a heck of a lot bigger attendances than current Tokyo Dome shows are.
1: Exactly. It's like, you compare at the time
3: the business and that New Japan was doing with the, like, honestly, Dismal crowds of all Japan at the time. It's like really, which company almost died? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. I um, I I think it's it's one of those things that you know, there's uh there's some voices that uh, uh tout a certain uh, revisionist history and and how much uh you know Gato saved the world and all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I I, I don't want to you know be like a you know a, a Dave basher, but because um, he does a lot of great um, you know historical stuff, and I love his obituaries. Uh, but yeah, that's that's one of the sides of Dave that I'm not a big fan of.
3: I'll be a Dave
2: basher. <laughs> 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 oh man, um, I uh, so one thing I was very interested to talk to you about about your work, about your, your, your video highlights is sort of the, the work that actually goes into them. Um, so I'm so intrigued about your process. Um, I, I note that you've mentioned before about, um, like for, for that amazing uh, world class video and uh, I'm assuming the, the Kerry one as well, uh, the amount of hours of footage that you oh. went through and and watched was it every uh, bit of footage you actually could
3: procure? All the the world class video took me I want to say about nine months. Wow! And I watched I I, I actually watched like not skip through I didn't you know fast forward I watched every Available world class show. I want to say on the internet.
2: I love that I watched, so much.
3: I watched the entire world class library, pretty much. <laughs> so good, and I would never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> now, can I ask
2: your your intentions of doing that? Was that uh, because you felt like it would, you know, lead to to the best end um, product? or was it also sort of mixed in with just being a a bit of a a, um, completionist? Because I know for my stuff, you know, a lot Mm. of the times when I'll do illustrations of matches, I'll go back and Mm. I'll watch the whole last build to the match, the hype, everything, purely just because I'm a wrestling nerd, not because it's going to have any effect at the end of the day, but how is it for you?
3: Yeah, there's definitely uh, like a completionist aspect to me, I think. A lot of times I try to uh like just get the like the big moments and then I feel really guilty mm. that I I was like, You've missed stuff and maybe there's a really good clip in that stuff. Might only be one clip. And it might be ten hours of footage for that one clip. For a few seconds. Yeah, yeah. But my brain will nag at me like you you've skipped stuff and i i hate that i hate it yes so there there definitely is an aspect of of like an ocd completionist uh to a lot of my to a lot of my stuff and that definitely does uh slow me down but i also i take pride in it you know what i mean Yeah. Like, no one else, no other video editor that they can say they watched, you know, 2,000 hours of world class over nine months for a three-minute video. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd take pride in that.
2: Yeah, as you should. And, and I think that is uh, also a testament to what I was saying earlier about the, the feeling of of authenticity. That you get from watching these videos, it is the fact that you're getting the weird little um most obscure kind of stuff in there that yeah. you otherwise wouldn't wouldn't get.
3: Yeah. Well, it's like I don't know, it's difficult to explain.
2: Yeah, I mean it's passion, really, at the end of the day. It is,
3: yeah, it is, it is. Yeah. And I I'm like, I'm trying to uh I'm trying to I I like when people see something in my videos that they'd forgotten about or maybe a moment of a wrestler they've seen for all their lives, but there's one, you know, five-second clip that I got that they're like, I'd never seen that before. Mm. Like, I like moments like that. For sure.
2: I mean, I think it... um... It also, I guess, has the opportunity to open people's eyes to these whole ass subgenres of wrestling that they'd never yeah. really been exposed to much before. Yeah, I think that's really cool.
3: Yeah, it is. It's it's like going back to like the world class, like the clips they got in there of like uh, Gary Hart getting the pie in the face. <laughs> so good. Like, like that's not. A moment people think of when they think of world class, but it is a great moment.
2: Yeah, or, like for that that bit where uh, with Buzz Sawyer with the the um, grad <laughs> blade job, and he's the bleeding head. just like yeah. looking at it and gesturing towards it and smiling, like so great.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what I mean. Like, if you are just taking like the the most talked about. Or most remembered moments.
2: Like Kerry getting the big win over Flair yeah, at Texas yeah, Stadium. Yeah.
3: yeah, if you just take stuff like that, that's fine. Like, that is a highlight. But there's no element of, of like you said, like true nostalgia.
1: Hmm.
3: Like, true, true. Um, This is what this promotion or this wrestler was really like.
2: Yeah, it's like you're capturing a, a tone almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I it, it's funny the, the parallels of um the video highlight art in wrestling to yeah. the like for me, the, the visual art element of it. Cause it's almost like everything you're saying, it like, has such a resonant resonance to me. I guess you know, it's all art at the end of the day, right?
3: Yeah, it's very similar. Very similar. That's why I love um I've taken a real liking recently to incorporating um visual art into my videos. Like I've had, you know, you on the Terry Phonic video
1: mm-hmm.
3: and uh Shining Wizards oh, so on good. previous videos and uh Redneck Kung Fu on other videos, like I love to incorporate artwork of my friends, who are amazing, um, in into the the video aspect of it. Because like you said, it, it is more or less a very similar
2: thing. Yeah, for sure. And uh, two absolutely in incredible uh artists, uh illustrators there. Uh between Redneck Kung Fu and, and Shining Wizards. I uh, you know, two people that I, I really dig their, their work um yeah. myself. Uh, two people I'd, I'd love to have on the show uh, in the future as well, uh, but I uh, that brings me on to my next thing. So I wanted to talk to you about that uh, that Terry video. Um, mm-hmm. So for for those of y'all that, that might not know, um, uh, you uh, uh, you know brought up this concept of for mm-hmm. the the Terry video. Um, mm. And the idea of, of mashing up that amazing, uh, you know, mm. unforgettable moment of, of Terry's first uh, retirement in Japan, yeah. the, the forever promo yeah. with the Conway Twitty album cover. <laughs> and as soon as I heard this pitch, mm. I was like, my gosh, I need um. to, to do that. So I want to like just from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for coming up with that and then for for being able to incorporate like my art into the video the way that you did with the the whole um you know, mock, uh, you know, album of, of mm. Terry's greatest uh, moments and then Dino's fantastic, uh, you know, voiceover 47. of it. I just thought the whole thing came together so, so well. So I want to say a big, big thank you for that.
3: I couldn't have done it without you, man. Like, honestly, <laughs> I ha- the, the video itself started with that idea. Like, that was the idea, that was the spark that I'm like, I need to make this video, and it gnawed at me for a long time, and I almost got several other artists to 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 do that artwork.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But honestly, I think it was like, I don't know, like destiny, really, <laughs> that, that you did it because you absolutely just hit that out of the park. And oh. you, like you made the whole video. Like, <laughs> I, if, I, if I couldn't have got that artwork done, I wouldn't have made the video.: Oh my gosh. <laughs> because, like because I had that idea for like the infomercial, and that was that was the video I wanted to make. So if it turned out like I can't make this idea, I would scrapped the video.
2: Oh my gosh! Well, I'm glad that didn't happen because it was a bloody tremendous video. <laughs> but yeah, it was—it was just so great. Um, I think for for me being you know a massive uh, Terry fan for, for for many years now, and uh, yeah. all of the different versions of Terry over the years, um, I. You know Ranging from From your, your You know All Japan Ultra baby face Terry yeah. to, to your Wild and, and Crazy uh, Terry In like Late 80s uh, Early 90s WCW uh, To his like ECW stuff And IWA And uh, like, like I, I'll could rave about terry funk um till the cows come home uh but it was just uh honestly like my my pleasure to 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 get to be part of that um and i also wanted to say a, a sincere thank you to to you for how um great you were about like promoting that artwork um element of it and and about the the prints and and all that kind of stuff i, uh, I was super appreciative of that oh it was my
3: pleasure like like, I was so happy. Like, I was so happy to, to have that art incorporated <laughs> in the video. You have no idea.
2: <laughs> hey, like, all I was have... trying to do was live up to how, how rad of a concept that was. So <laughs> it
3: all comes back to you, dude. And honestly, I have no idea where that idea came from. <laughs> I think maybe maybe it was one night. I was sitting listening to Conway Tweety and the idea of the infomercial just struck me like a lightning bolt. Like it's cra- it's crazy where you get idea like you would know, like as an artist, like sometimes you get an idea that just comes out of nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And you have to do it, right?
2: Yeah, for sure.
3: It's got to, yeah. it's got
2: to be realized or else it'll yeah, just yeah. disappear into the ether sometimes.
3: Yeah. Or it eats at you. Mhm.
2: I um I think for for me uh a lot of my work is quite concept driven, so it's it's relying on having some sort of um concept to kind of drive it, something that's like especially if it can be a little bit a little bit weird or unusual. Mm-hmm. Um or striking, like in in some way, kind of thing. So it all comes back to to the concept. Um, and I, like you're saying, I guess that is also a key part about this video art, right? It all is reliant on on some sort of like concept that's sort of tying it tying it all together.
3: I would, I can't speak for every video editor, like obviously, um, but. I feel like, because I've been doing this for ten years, so it's quite a long time. And when I started, I didn't need, like, I just needed a good song, Hmm. and I and I could crank out a video, you know, endlessly. Like,
1: as long as I got a good song, it's got a good beat. But over
3: time, it's more and more and more to the point where it's a total necessity that I have a good idea first. Like I get comments on YouTube all the time like please make a video for blah blah blah. Can you make a video for such and such? And I'm like, I can. Sure I can.
1: I could make a video of of anyone but to
3: make what I would be proud of, I need that idea. I need a concept. And I don't know why that's happened because I didn't used to be like that. But now, more and more, I'm like, I need a good idea first.
2: Yeah. like I think that's maybe a sign of, I don't know, <laughs> is it maybe the longer that you're doing it, it, it become something more or you you need it to be something a bit deeper than that surface level kind of thing?
3: I think so. I think I because think, like I still I still take commissions, right? Mm-hmm. Like I live I live off commissions. And you can't always like have a grand concept, you know, when an indie guy with like ten matches mm. he just wants a video to show promoters. What he can do, right? Yeah. And sometimes, you know, as a person who lives off commissions, you do that, right? Like, yeah, I can make that. Like, yeah. I can get, I can help get you booked, and it helps me by, you know, paying my bills.
2: And in those cases, you know, that kind of commission stuff also a big part of it is just making sure that the the customer's happy, right? Oh and you're always, working towards what, what they probably have in mind al- too.
3: Always, always. Always. Like I I absolutely have a hundred percent customer satisfaction. Yeah. Like I and there have been times where I've totally scrapped a video and redone the whole thing because the customer didn't like it,
2: oh my gosh
3: <laughs> like i i if you're paying for my video, you get what you pay for, like I will always make sure you're happy with it, um but also it's like you know sometimes the customer doesn't have uh an idea in mind, and you just sort of have to uh like, wing it as you go, right? You're like, what can I do that might not necessarily be a grand artistic idea, but what can I do to make this person look cool? You know what I mean?
1: Hmm.
3: And sometimes that that's just the job. Yeah. And, but, like, for the videos that I do, like, for myself, like the Terry Funk video, The ones that aren't, you know, a commission, I always, I need that idea now. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I really like that. I, um, on the sort of like, especially indie wrestler highlight video kind of stuff, this was something I was, um, I was talking to a worker friend the other day about, um, and we were saying how much wrestling has, uh, has, has changed, Mm. especially indie wrestling, and it's become so, uh, I guess, reliant on uh, you know highlight videos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um yeah. And you know, ranging from you know uh, people posting gifs or the, the gif accounts kind of thing to more yeah. you know, like long form kind of like highlight stuff. But just also like indie wrestlers actually having a quality of uh, of video to to put over their, their stuff, and just how, like, life and death that is, has become. You could be doing great stuff, but if no one's posting anything of you, it's like you're going into a vacuum. So there's almost, like, an inherent, like, real power um, that I think is is in the hands of uh, of your, your, your video uh, highlight kind of folks. I mean, do you feel that?
3: Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely. Like, well, I don't want to, like... This isn't a brag at all, but, like, I've helped indie wrestlers get jobs in WWE.
1: Yep.
3: Like, that is, that is straight up just how it is. And I think the one of the most, I think for the first time in the history, it is a necessary skill for an indie wrestler to learn how to put together own videos
1: Mm
3: -hmm. like that is such a such a crucial thing now like it might not be a highlight but if you can post promos that you've done to twitter that's that's huge you know it's things it's a necessary skill now and it's never been like that before never and it's crazy like I have no idea where like where it came from. Because when I started doing it was I was about uh oh, or six five or six years into video editing before I ever got anyone who was like, Can I pay you to make a video of me? Right. So I I'd been doing it for six years and no one ever offered to pay me to do to do a video. And then suddenly it's like I do one and then a week later it's another one. And it's just grown in the years since. And uh yeah, it's totally just it's
1: I think it's with I think it's because
3: of how essential Twitter is to indie wrestling. Mm. Like it's the most important uh tool an indie guy can can use is Twitter, right? Yep. So it's um it's just sprung up from that and it's you're right, like it's it's totally like and there's so many video editors out there now who who are doing videos for indie guys, you know. It's, it's crazy.
2: and I, I think it's a it's a really great thing how much I guess the the perceived value of that good work is mm. uh, is is increasing that people are realizing hey this is an important thing this is worth money you know this, yeah this, oh yeah I I think it's it's really great it, it's funny because in some ways like um, you know highlight videos music highlight videos have always been. A key part of wrestling, you know, going back to like, yeah, I was a big nerd for a lot of those uh Watts Mid South tapes yeah. back in the day, and Memphis. Man, it was his son, right, that, that did a lot of those, um, those videos, so, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, I believe so. Incredible stuff. Memphis was, um, was big on the music video too, mm. like, they cranked out some, they still hold up like a lot of the Memphis ones
1: oh, that they
3: did on like. Jerry Lawler, and they'd have, like, the Fantastics, or whoever come through and do a music video, like, oh, it's so good. But you're right, like, it's... And I feel like it did actually die down a bit for, like, a couple of years. Like, after... When WE sort of, um, stopped doing them, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Because
3: that when they stopped doing them, it did sort of die out a bit because, like I said, that's when I sort of came into it. And there
1: weren't a lot of editors then
3: even making, like, fan highlights. Like, you'd go on YouTube and you'd look up a wrestling music video and it would be three or four years old. You know yeah.
2: what I mean? Or like the ones where it's like top 20 moves from, I can't remember the dude, yeah. Suicidal Dragon yeah, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, probably 20
3: moves, yeah.
2: <laughs> but I mean, that's one thing that I will uh, put over Kevin Dunn for, I guess. You know, his highlight videos from back in the day, if, you know, WWF, uh, late 90s, early 2000s, that stuff, still quite iconic,
1: right?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, Like, you have so many. Like, the My Way, you know, the Austin Rock WrestleMania one. Hmm. Like, that is is so iconic. You watch it and it gives you goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, it does. It really does. Like, and that is such a testament that that video is, like, you know, what, 20 years old, and it can still, like, elicit that response. You've seen the match. Like, the match is is history. Hmm. You can watch that that build up package for it, and you can be like, "God, I want to see that." You know what I mean?
2: So good. That's that's the magic of this video, really. It can take you from you know, being like, "Oh yeah, i watched that." Oh man, I really want to watch that all yeah, over again. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So good. I um, one thing uh, like you mentioning, sort of the the commission jobs that you you get. Um, you know, one of uh, the things that, that you've done that I was, uh, such a, a fan of was the, the, the video, um, for Bloodsport, um, and, uh, Josh Barnett, um, I, I thought, you know, you again captured like the whole vibe of Bloodsport and the shoot style kind of like thing and like the Kumite kind of like vibe <laughs> so well. Um, So I was just intrigued about the, you know, what you can say about sort of the process of that. Um, You know, I've I've had uh, mutual friends that have, um, you know, had some some stuff to do with with Barnett and they have, you know, nothing but great things to to say about the dude. I'm a big fan myself.
3: All right. I'm going to let you in on on a secret. Oh. And I'm going to spill the beans. All the videos I've done for Bloodsport I've done for free. Right. And there is a very good reason for that. And that is because that first commission that I told you about, mm-hmm. that took me six years to get, that was Josh Barnett. Right. And that job was a highlight for Shana Baszler. Cool. And a couple of months after I made that video, she got signed to WWE. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> And Josh has, he, more than any anyone, he has champion, championed my work. Yeah. Like, more, more than anyone. So, like, I consider Josh a good friend. And I know he appreciates the hard work on those videos. And he loves them. He loves them so much. So I do them for free.
2: That is such a great story. <laughs> it's made me so happy to hear if you <laughs> can see me I'm like smiles ear to ear from hearing that
3: <laughs> and I would never I would never ask him to pay for one of those blood sport videos, like sometimes I don't do one like I've missed a couple blood sports now where I've either just been busy or I haven't been able to come up with that good idea,
1: mm-hmm.
3: like to capture that Kumite essence. And I know it's no no worries. Like Josh, he's fine. If I can't do a video, but he loves it if I can't. Like, yeah. and that's so cool. Like he's such a he's a great guy.
2: Yeah. I uh, I love that so much. <laughs> it's funny you say yeah. about Shayna. Big big fan of um, Shayna Baszler as well. She's
3: awesome.
2: I yeah remember of um, myself uh, going to a, um, a PWG show. Uh, one of yeah. the uh, last, maybe I think the last bowler that they had back in um, Reseda. I was lucky oh, wow. enough to to go to, and wow. being in the um, the you know the famous line outside of um, the. A little, a beautiful shit box of a venue, um, yes, and you know, I was a, a little bit, um, you know, nervous because I didn't really know anyone there. Yeah. Um, and one of the first groups of people that took me in, started a chat, just that was so welcoming of me, were um, Shana and and her little group of yeah. uh, of, of friends. Um, I, I think. Um, marina and uh, jessamine were, were there as well um yeah. and just like some of the the nicest people just to sort of like you know i'm just a dude you know yeah <laughs> and, but totally like welcoming of hey you can like sit with us if you want like so cool so that makes me uh so happy uh to to hear that that you you know played a, a big part in in her getting
3: signed Wow. Well, m- yeah possibly <laughs> Let's say possibly. There's a good, ch- there's a good chance. I hope, like at least a little bit. Um, sick. she's she's so great. Like she's another person. Like she's in WWE now, and she still retweets like all my videos. Like you know, and I'm sure her bosses probably don't like that very much because they don't like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like they do and she still does it anyway and i can message shana you know and talk about warhammer or whatever (laughs) and she will always get back to me like she's a great person
2: that's so great
3: yeah she's great
2: (laughs) um so i don't want to take this in like a negative direction, um, mm-hmm. I'm more of a positive kind of guy. I probably, I don't want to freak you out too much for saying that, but um, okay. one thing, um, that, you know, I've, I've noticed a bit of late with, um, like especially wrestling video highlight kind of stuff. Um, I would say, you know, your style, very, very recognizable. Um, sure. and, and I, you know, I think that is, you know, I mean, that as like a big compliment. Um, yeah. cause I think, you know, Creating sort of a, a style that's like imbuing you in the work is is such a sign of a, a great artist and a talented artist. So I will put you over there. Um, but uh, so we're in the same way we're we're starting to see other video artists who you know have a, got a, a recognisable style. Mm -hmm. I think you probably know what I'm going to say now, but um, the Tiger Style, for example, and then we we saw some of those real um, similarities with some of those like AEW highlight videos, and and I don't know if that's Giancarlo doing those, Um, you know, I I was a big fan of him from back in the day with the, the GCW stuff, um, sure. And and I would say maybe Giancarlo and and Tiger Style a little bit similar styles there, but I don't know. It's like a weird line, if you know what I mean, about sort of what's like um just sort of similar versus what's defined as like jacking someone's shit.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. It's like when I I don't want to say, well when I started that kind of uh, VHS, nostalgic, you know, style. When I I think the Rick Rude video I did was the first video like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It was, uh, I was listening to a lot of vaporwave at the time. <laughs> and I also thought it would be a really good way because uh, a lot of times Especially If you're making videos of Like an older wrestler A lot of times Your footage will be Very differential in quality Yeah, right? questionable like, at best Yeah, oftentimes. yeah <laughs> Like you might have one clip that's Really clear And one clip that's like You know, 1080p Like, and one clip that's like watching YouTube in 2003.
2: You know what I mean? Like something you downloaded off of uh, (laughs) LimeWire.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I thought that using that look would be a good way to
1: balance. Like, if it all looks like crap, then that's
3: great. (laughs) 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 So that's sort of... Where the idea for that came from. Yeah. And, like, now that is, like, that's the default look, right? Yeah. Like, you look up highlights on Twitter or whatever, they've all got the VHS overlay.
2: Yeah, the filters.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there is a part of me that is, like, oh, AEW are uh, ripping you off, right? Like, that's funny. And there's another part of me, like, well, that's a standard video, right? Like they, they're just doing what everyone does, and that's not rip, that's not ripping you off. Like that's just what everyone does.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, in, but, inspiration versus theft, <laughs> I yeah, guess. Yeah,
3: yeah. And but where I really felt like they were copying. My style was with the way they like made the video in the style of like an old territories thing, right? Like Mm. it looks like an old WCW like intro or ad, like, and that I felt was like, eh, you know, definitely, uh, definitely been watching. Some wrestle wrestler highlight, yeah, a d- bit more direct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I'm, I'm so past like people like being upset if people copy you or, or whatever. It, it, it comes with the territory, right? Mm. Like, art inspires artists. Like, I have inspirations that I've copied shit from. Like, straight up, and you know, it just comes with the territory. Of, like, someone sees you, they get inspired by it, they want to make something like that, right? And that's great. Like, um, like Puro Wave, yep. you know, a legendary editor in their own right. Love their stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, they get yeah, a lot yeah.
2: of enjoyment from, from watching a lot of their, their Yeah, yeah. But back
3: in the day, when you could, Puro Wave messaged me on YouTube. And was like, I love your videos. I'm going to make my own. And I was like, go for it, man. Like, that's great. Like, like back then, no one was, there were so few, there were so few editors back then. I was like, oh, great. Like, another person. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So I, I encouraged her away. And look at their success. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
2: (laughs) I guess it's like it's a bit of an osmosis kind of thing sometimes too. Yeah. I I know for myself there's, you know, a lot of different, um, you know, visual artists that I I look up to. Um, And and it's not necessarily that, you know, I'm intentionally, like, jacking shit. But Sometimes. sometimes it just sort of, like, naturally, like, Comes in and just becomes part of it, I guess.
3: Right. Like you, you internalize it, right? Mm. And it's in your subconscious. Like, uh, like I, I get a lot of my inspiration from film, like from movies. Yeah. And I'll see something in a movie and I'll think, I'm going to try and do that in a video, in a wrestling video, you know? And it's good like i I think that's great like and it also it motivates like me personally, it motivates me to not be stagnant like yes. if i if I see everybody out there doing the v h s thing, that's when i i try to evolve, right yeah, like I try to. I'm like, well, everyone's doing that. I'll try something different.
2: And that's the only thing like any true artist can really do. I think there's a a thing that I find, especially with with visual artists, that some people sort of sometimes come upon a certain style or a certain niche or whatever it is, a motif, um, and people really kind of dig it. And then some people seem to be like, oh, "Well, that's all I do now," and they just keep hammering into that, and it's like sometimes never feels like it evolves kind of thing, but I think the mark of the artists that i I really dig are the ones that they might get that kind of thing, but it's always evolving within what they find interesting, and that's what keeps it alive i guess
3: exactly exactly, and like not everyone has been making videos. For 10 years, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I spent 10 years just making the same video, I like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not interesting to me. Like, I would rather go do something else if I, if I had to do that. Yeah. Like, to me, I take it as it's a challenge, right? Like, it's a challenge. What can I do different? to keep changing my style and there's better video editors out there in terms of like technical video editing skill. Like someone like Jay Rose is much better than me in terms of his editing,
1: uh, his skill as an editor,
3: like in terms of, what's the word, technical ability like you know what i mean yeah 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 but to me
1: i try i the the part that interests
3: me is the story you know what i mean absolutely i try to edit together a video that like you can see a flashier highlight from like tiger style or whoever like they're flashy videos. They're really like wow visually impressive. But I try to make a video where it's like like that Terry Point video. Yeah. I had people tell me like they cried. Yeah. And to <laughs> I, me
2: I just about cried to be honest.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to me that is like I did it. Like that's success. Yeah. It's the emotion, right?
2: I think your stuff does a a fantastic job of um, connecting the the emotion with what you're watching. I guess that's like bringing back to what we were saying about the nostalgia and the the true feeling of love um, within it. But, yeah, I uh, I, I can definitely um, get that. And it's almost like a lot of your stuff feels like it has a bit of like a like it's not like a narrative structure, but you know what I mean. It's got like something threading it through. Um, you know, you can have a um, flashy kind of video, but I think it's the emotion and and again, getting back to that kind of nostalgia that gives it a a, a bit more substance, and and that's what makes it last with people.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like that's like that's wrestling, right? Mm. Wrestling at its best is uh is about the emotion.
1: Absolutely. Like, and
3: I, that's the part that like it's also great to watch people get kicked in the head. But <laughs> like the emotion is the is the hook yeah. of wrestling. Well or it should be anyway, in my opinion. For sure.
2: And if you can if you can line up that emotion with the person getting really stiffly kicked in the head, then all the better.
3: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, that's the part that really, like, interests me. Yeah,
2: I think that's really cool. So one thing that I noticed uh, recently that – and and I, you, you don't have to talk about this if you don't want, um, but I thought uh, one of your, your best videos uh, that I really dug was the, the Kevin Sullivan one. Mm-hmm. um and you know I, I found you know that whole like every bit that i've seen of that florida run was like him and um and woman uh and just some some really like ahead of its time kind of stuff just so fascinating yeah. um and so cool and that, that video he did just captured that coolness and, and everything about it so well and then lo and behold we see uh you know, we're talking about sort of the stuff being jacked in a sort of inspirational (laughs) sense. (laughs) This is a bit more overt. Um, Your actual, uh, some of that highlight video, excerpts of it were used on WWE television without them reaching out to you for permission or anything?
3: Uh, Okay, so that was actually, like, it was a pretty big, misunderstanding okay um so carrying Cross, he made that video himself right oh i and had no idea no i didn't either i didn't either it was just something he had done for fun right and um like he still he still didn't ask if he could chop up my video which he apologized uh, privately, he apologised to me. Right. So that's all cool. Like he said it won't happen again. I'm sorry I didn't ask. Right. Um but WE made him take it down anyway, because so, they didn't like it for whatever reason. So it was basically a big misunderstanding.
2: Right. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's good. That, that makes me a bit uh, happier than
3: uh, hearing... Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I love I, love, I love Killer Cross. Like, yeah. he's a great... Like, people shit on him all the time. Like, he's a great guy. Like, he, he's another guy who's... Like, I can't really talk about it, but the things he's done for me in private like uh way above and beyond you know normal cool to help me out he's a great guy so we're all good it was it was just a misunderstanding
1: okay
2: that's good i um i remember uh, seeing him on um I got to go to uh, that Jersey blood sport that they had a a while ago, and he was on that card. And I thought, um, especially in that kind of setting, uh, there just seems so much interesting stuff that you could do with a dude like that. So I I think there's a lot of potential there.
3: Yeah, he's he's a difficult character for WWE, right? Like, they don't really like that kind of dark, edgy... You know what I mean? They, they've never taken to that kind of character.
1: Hmm.
3: So, you know, him trying, especially when when Vince was there, you know, he, yeah. it was really hard for him to get his. And he's a very, like, he knows what his strengths as a character are, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It was very hard for him. To uh, to be able to express that in in WWE, so you know, people are too hard on I mean. him.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I imagine with a little bit of more of his current stuff, probably run into some of the the same walls that um, uh, Sean O'Hare did back in the day, where I thought yeah, that yeah, was exactly. a, had so much potential. I uh, yeah, was a big exactly. Sean O'Hare fan back in the day, by the way.
3: Yep, me too. Me too. <laughs>
2: all right um so as the thing i was interested in so i think you've done so much cool stuff already um like where do you see your your work going do you have like sort of an idea on on where you'd like to to take it next or is it all just sort of an evolving kind of thing
3: uh well i've kind of um I've given up... I once had a hope
1: that I would work for a
3: wrestling company. But I realize now I don't actually want that at all. Because if you do that, then you get told what you have to make, right? Yeah. And I feel like if someone tried to tell me what I have to make, I would get sick of it really quick. Like, Mm -hmm. that... That's a job, then, right? Yeah. That's a passionless. Like, I'm doing this because I have to. So I don't, I've given up on that goal. And I don't, I don't actually, if I got offered a job now with like TNA or whoever, like whoever, whoever it might be,
1: hmm.
3: I think I would probably say no. So now I'm just, I don't know, man, like, i'm just seeing seeing what happens, really, like I've been doing it it's a long time i've made I've made well over a hundred videos, like all up I have so many videos that people like haven't even seen,
1: yeah
3: like like commissions I've done for indie guys, you know that don't get seen. I've made videos privately for people in places like WE where, you know, the video is just for them. They just wanted, you know, something to remember a match or something that they had. So I have, like, a lot That's of so work. so cool. I have a lot of work that is unseen by the public. So when you've been going that long, you know, you just, you do a bit of a terry point. You just see see where the wind blows you next. You know what I mean. I love
2: that. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's like it's the passion that's just driving you along, and and who knows where that where that passion is gonna is gonna blow you.
1: Exactly.
3: Like, (laughs) like I, I am still so passionate about it. Like when I get a great idea, like the Terry Punk video like that that is driving
1: yeah
2: i think that's as as perfect as as it can be really i think at the end of the day like you're saying there's nothing that kind of stifles creativity more than like money and being told what what you know you need to do so being able to just control that yourself as an artist i, yeah. I think that's that's the best possible thing right
3: yeah like I do okay. Like, you know what I mean? I keep the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not, like, I'm not rich. It'd be nice to be rich. But, you know, money, money comes and it goes. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm more than comfortable cranking out commissions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, people keep com- coming to me for... For them, so like I must be doing something right
2: absolutely i would, I would agree with that hundred th- percent I think that's sick dude i um as a as a final little thing, I don't know if this is gonna be easier or tougher for you to answer, uh, but I normally ask people like from a visual art perspective who's their you know favorite wrestler to draw for you, like is there someone that is is your favorite to uh, make highlight videos of or, or someone that, that, you know, an ongoing kind of thing, just there's, like, a level of, of, you know, love there that you'll never get sick of kind of thing?
3: Well, I, oh, man, I freaking loved, I loved making the Vader highlight.
2: Oh, my gosh. I love that one so oh much.
3: <laughs> I had so much. That was such a fun video because I, I didn't even, there was another video, like, I didn't fast forward or skim through anything, like, and I didn't want to. Hmm. Like, I, I just wanted to watch Vader, you know, beat the crap out of people. <laughs> and it was, so, it was so much fun. So good. That was good. a great one. Uh, Sid, Sid's another guy. Oh, great. Like, I made, I made two highlights of Sid. Because I just—it was so much fun. So good.
2: Two very good answers there. On the, the Vader one as well. I um, I was uh, raving about that one to uh, one of our, our previous uh, visual artist guests, uh, Jonathan mm. McBurney, uh, who he you know really enjoys um, you know, drawing and, and painting Vader. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah I sent him the, a link to, to that <laughs> one. Uh, I just got so much joy out of it.
3: It's a great one, right? Like, that is one, like, like, a lot of my older... A lot of my videos, I'll watch them a couple times after I've just made them, and then I won't want to watch them again. Like, I, I have a weird thing where, like, my older videos... I'm like, oh, like, I nitpick myself. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that's very natural. Yeah, yeah. But that Vader one, like, I can watch it a hundred times. And I'm like, dude, you did such a good job. That video kicks ass.
1: Yeah, I agree
2: a (laughs) hundred percent. So good. All right, dude, uh, I'm so appreciative of your time. I had so much fun having this chat today. Me too, man. This is really great. I would absolutely love to have you uh, back on in the future and uh, continue uh, nerding out about all of the, the, just so weird to me, the amount of similarities that I have with so many people when I talk about this stuff. Yep. Any time, man. I'll be uh, back. Oh thank I would I would really, really love that. Uh, thank you so much, dude. I'll um uh, again everyone um uh, check out IQ Wrestler uh on Twitter, IQ Wrestler on um YouTube. Uh, any anything else you'd like to plug while we got
1: that?
3: Uh, the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's about it. It's um Patreon slash IQ H L. Oh, thank you very
2: well. I uh, I highly recommend everyone uh doing uh, I mean, both checking out your stuff uh, but also like supporting um however you can. Uh, I yeah. think everyone would have uh, cottoned on from this chat uh, that that all of this is done with a heck of a lot of uh, of love and uh, passion and care um and and anything we can do to support that kind of stuff. I I think that is uh, what it's all about, you know. So please do that. But, um, yeah, thanks so much for coming on, dude.
3: Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure.
2: (laughs) This is just lovely. Thank you. Um, I'm real happy right now. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) All right. Cheers, dude. You have a a great rest of your day.
3: You too, mate.
2: All right. Thanks again. Oh, my gosh. That was just so much fun. Uh, Can you guys uh, recognize how? A bunch of a bloody smile I have on my face right now. Oh gosh. Yeah, seriously. Check out all of IQ Wrestler's stuff. So so darn good. Uh probably get you going down a whole bunch of different like rabbit holes of uh of, of different uh wrestling goodness out there. Uh but uh I feel we're all probably uh you know equal part wrestling nerd here, so what's what's wrong with that? Um gosh, so good. Well, if you'd like to, uh, you know, uh, support a little old me over here, uh, please. uh, Probably already do, but Chris things on the Instagram and on the Twitter. Uh, you get all the updates on the the show on there you can check out all my art stuff that i uh, post on the instagram and uh christhings.com.au here yeah, the website uh where you can uh, check out um you know a bit more of my stuff and you can even buy some stuff buy yourself a print buy yourself that uh that um Terry Funk tribute uh IQ wrestler uh commemorative highlight video faux album cover uh you know whatever whatever um makes you happy uh please check it all out and a big thank you to social suplex as always socialsuplex.com uh thanks guys for letting me do this uh fun little old podcast thing of mine celebrating the wrestling art talking to the different wrestling art folks out there Uh, I'm I'm having a bunch of fun with this but uh, yeah check out social suplex bunch of other rad wrestling podcasts on there for you if you if you feel like uh, indulging there Um, and uh, lastly if you're enjoying this show please don't be shy about telling it uh, talking about it to your uh, your mates that may also be into this bizarrely uh, niche uh subculture that is wrestling art. I'd uh, I'd certainly appreciate that. But I think that's about it. But um, uh, thanks, as always, to you, the listener, for your attention, for your time, uh, for for listening to me uh, ramble on for this amount of time. I appreciate it very much. All right, that's it for this week. I'll uh, I'll let you go, and I'll see you next week.
1: Bye.